when they were growing up, I always had in the back of my mind that I wanted to be in business. I just did not know what kind of business <coughs> I wanted to be in. Hey there, I am Dr. Jason Ballara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast, where we explore the why behind success. Every week, I meet with real estate investors, veterinary entrepreneurs, mindset coaches, authors, and fitness professionals to uncover their why and how it drives them on the winding road to success. What is your why? Hi, everyone. I'm Jason Ballara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast. Today, I am here with Jason Malibute. Uh, Jason was born in Los Angeles, California. We just found out that we're actually not very far from each other as we speak. Uh, he's a seasoned real estate investor and active philanthropist, as well as a CPA. So, um, Jason, I'm, I'm going to stop there. There's a lot of impressive stuff here in your bio, but I want to let people hear your story from you in your words. So first, uh, I'll just say thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you. And thank you for taking out the time on a on a Friday afternoon to, to start our weekend. So first of all, I want to say thank you, Jason, for having me on your platform. So my name is Jason Malabute. I am born and raised here in Los Angeles, California. Let's address the elephant in the room. I grew up with a cerebral palsy. However, I did not let that stop me from uh, not only getting my CPA and my MBA, but also um, eventually being a real estate investor and being a partner over with over 342 units across two properties. So, so uh, that's a very quick uh, uh, summary of my story, Jason. <laughs> yeah, a very quick summary. Uh, I'm sure there was a lot of work that went into that than it, a lot more work than it took to tell in, in 30 seconds. Um, when you, so you, you got your MBA, how did you, how did that sort of start out? How did your, your career start out? And then how did you transition that into, to a real estate career, real estate investor? Great question. So I remember when I was a kid, my dad did a great job of just getting me ready for the real world. He told me, son, I know that you like the finest things in life. However, you're going to have a harder time finding a high paying job compared to your peers because of your disability. So he always pushed me towards entrepreneurship. And then growing up, I always had in the back of my mind that I wanted to be in business. I just did not know what kind of business 
I wanted to be in. So my, so I got to college. I had no idea what I wanted to be because, because back in middle school and high school, I was convinced that I was going to be the first professional basketball player player with a disability, um, even though I was a terrible basketball player. <laughs> but I took that same, you know, um, mentality that I applied it to business. However, like when I got into college, I didn't know what I wanted to take. So my mom said, why don't you be an accountant so that people cannot fool you out of your money and you know how money works. So I said, you know what, I mean, I have, I don't have a better idea to why not be an accountant. So I finished my accounting degree. Um, <clears throat> after finishing my, my accounting degree, I, I took, I took the MBA course, finished that, then I focused on my CPA exam, then uh, after I became a licensed CPA, I started working at a firm here in Los Angeles. Then I, one day I was preparing one of my clients tax returns and I noticed that he was making a lot of passive income from his properties without him doing anything. And I said, now this, Jason, looks like a pretty interesting business. So I went into the, into the rabbit hole just researching real estate. How does real estate work? How do you make money from real estate. So I must have read every single post on bigger pockets. I watch other podcasts. Um and then in two thousand nineteen, one year after that's when I started to buy single family homes out in Indianapolis, Indiana. Um I was doing both a buy and hold strategy and also I was doing a ver uh, <coughs> method as well, which stands for buy, rehab, rent, refinance, repeat. Um, and then from there, I transitioned to multi-family. Um, I think that piece of advice from your mom was actually <laughs> outstanding and <laughs> probably could apply to a lot of us in terms of uh, <laughs> having a better understanding of our money so that someone can't uh, yes. can't take that away from us uh, without us knowing what's going on. So uh, phenomenal fe feedback from her, I think, which makes total sense. So you started uh, with single family investing and you started investing long distance, right? If you're, if you're investing, um, in Indianapolis, uh, 
we we could probably do a, an entire discussion on good or bad on investing in Los Angeles. Um, but regardless, I think you know, kind of people tend to tend to say don't invest here. So so you, I think the the um, people tend to even if you live here, maybe invest out of state. But but also I think that's kind of a daunting proposition, whether it's single family or, or multifamily sometimes for people getting started. Jason, how did you kind of wrap your head around that? What maybe what steps did you take to kind of start that process? And, and um, you know, <clears throat> what made you pick Indianapolis? That's probably another you can roll that in there. <clears throat> yeah, so I remember when I first started, I actually, I actually was started looking here in Los Angeles. Now, when I was looking here in Los Angeles, I had no idea how real estate worked, so like, I didn't understand it. However, just like what you said, I, I've been hearing like why you shouldn't invest here in Los Angeles, and, and it made sense, you know, it's tenant-friendly, Prices is too much, so then the returns are lower. So the first market that I started looking into outside of Los Angeles was Orlando, Florida, and uh, I actually built a whole team there by myself. I, I. <coughs> I scouted for brokers, I scouted for property managers, contractors, handymen, a whole bunch of vendors. And then uh, I flew out there, I was looking at duplexes, single family homes, and nothing, just nothing made sense. So I came back empty handed. And then I went to YouTube and I said, and I searched best cash flowing markets in the country. And then at the time, Indianapolis came came up. So so uh, I was already somewhat familiar with Indianapolis because my little brother. Uh, is living in Indianapolis, so I was just there. So, um, so that's so I redid the whole process. I built my team of brokers, um, um, vendors, property managers, and then that's when I started to actually take action and now uh, started buying properties because I knew that you know books can only take you so far and you will only learn once you start taking action so that's why I was using my own money at first because I knew that I was going to be making a lot of mistakes which I did so so um, I bought a portfolio of a single family homes in Indianapolis. I learned a lot. Um, and then uh, what made me 
transition from a single family to multi-family is when I noticed that when I was doing the burn method, which again stands for buy, rehab, rent, refinance, repeat. My money was stuck in this property for about seven months and I said, wow, I'm spending seven months on just one door. And I said, you know, time, time is our most valuable commodity because we don't know how much of it we have left. So instead of spending seven months on one door, what if I spent seven months on 10 doors, 100 doors, 500 doors? So that's when I got <coughs> a push into multi-family. And then I, I always tell people that, that the biggest key takeaway for my journey is that um, if you want to excel in, in industry, get yourself a mentor because a mentor will get you to where you want to be much more quickly. Yeah, there's so much there, Jason. That's, uh, I, I've actually, <laughs> I've heard a lot of people talk about, you know, sort of the idea of transitioning from single family to multifamily. I've <clears throat> never heard anyone put it that way, that that it's about the time spent, right? Like people talk about efficiencies of scale and all of that stuff, but but that that's a phenomenal point. And it kind of, um, <laughs> I, I, yeah, it really struck me. I mean, just say, you know, what, you're spending seven months on one door and you could spend seven months on a hundred doors or 500 doors, you know, it, it, it takes longer usually to close a multifamily property than it, than single family. But at the same time, like what you have, once you've closed is substantially bigger. Uh, just, I mean, it just, I don't know, there's probably a better word, but just, just bigger, uh, you know, better scale. So that that point, I, I love, you know, that something for people to really take note of there. And and you mentioned mentorship, which has been um, really important for me, really uh, very um, instrumental in my in my journey into commercial real estate. When did you decide to to get a mentor? How what, what path did you go down? Yeah, so, so I was actually... How many? One, two, three, four. I was a part of like four different mentorships before I got my first deal. And uh, what separates my, my success from other people's successes, I feel like people make a mistake of getting mentors who are no longer active in the market, meaning you get a mentor who was buying back in 2010, 11, 12, and uh, 
of what they teach you is only relevant back then. It's no longer relevant today. So, so luckily for me, I was able to have mentors like Sterling White, um, who taught me who taught me that the mindset of how to be a real estate investor, how to be an entrepreneur. I was mentored by <clears throat> by by David Monroe, which is an amazing mentor. He'll teach you how to study markets, how to know if you're investing in, in a good market or a bad market, how to predict how your market will react in a recession. People like Charles Seaman, who is my partner now, you know, um, he is somebody who was actually buying and selling properties um, in the current market, 2000, 2020, 2021, 2022, 2023. Mm -hmm. He's active in the market. So, so he can teach you, teach me things of things that's actually relevant in today's market. And then lastly, um, I know that a lot of people don't like Grant Cardone, but I learned a lot from Grant as well when it comes to sales and uh, marketing myself. That's, he's another person that I like to consider as a mentor. Yeah, uh, it, it's... It's so important. I've, I've talked about it a lot on the podcast. I did my, my 200th episode was with my mentors. I specifically brought them on for that. Um, I, think, I think it's so huge. I think it really helps. Uh, in, and I like how you kind of pointed out that each of your mentors have maybe a strength. They taught you a, a specific skill, which is, which is a great way to approach it. Because I think, uh, especially as, as people, um, have success and excel in in the real estate um and as an entrepreneur most people find their their lane and they get really really good at doing something in that lane and they they know all of the pieces but the, but they have their you know kind of specialties and 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 they partner up with people that have complementary strengths um i know charles 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 was actually one of the early guests on my podcast i can't remember exactly what number but i mean i think i think in the maybe teens like it was it, he was on very early on so i i'm i'm very grateful that he gave me a shot i know he i'm not sure if he's still doing his underwriting um yeah pro, but yeah like i went on some of his underwriting calls he's great i think you know grant cardone um people i think he he generates strong opinions uh, right. And I understand why, but I do think you, whether you like him or don't, as a <clears throat> maybe as a person, there are things to be learned there for sure. And I think, uh, in a lot of ways, you know, marketing and mindset um, would are are big strengths of his. So I think you know if you can if you can approach mentorship and and, and education and like learning business from a 
a space of just like completely non-judgmental but just totally practical like what can i take what can i learn from each of these people putting you know personal personality or personal beliefs aside what can i learn in the in these scenarios uh you you can do a lot to to really um ex excel and 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 shorten your learning curve by by taking those steps so i love that you said that and thank you for um kind of <clears throat> giving them all <laughs> their credit because i think a lot of times people are like, oh yeah i did a mentorship and and for whatever reason we don't talk about it I, i'm not sure i understand that uh, we don't talk about who the mentor was and whatnot but um very very cool that that played such a big role for you um what do you you know we talked about kind of the different lanes and and there are tend to be different lanes within you know multifamily syndication what what do you feel are your strengths jason what, where do you uh see yourself kind of sitting your 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 superpower if you will i think my superpower is something that i've i've always had ever since i was a kid which is which is i i don't i don't think that i'm the smartest person i don't think that i'm the most you know savvy i don't think that i have the most money, definitely not the most money part, but something that I will beat every single person. I don't care who it is, but nobody can match my determination. And uh, let me <clears throat> let me show you guys what I mean by that. I first had the idea of I want to transition from a single family to multi-family back in 2020. And from 2020 to, to uh, May of this year, I failed. I failed terribly. I could not find a deal to save my life because the market was so competitive. People were people were paying ridiculous amounts of money for real estate, especially in 2020 and 2021. So that means <clears throat> so that means holiday seasons, birthdays. I was working every single day from 2020 to, to September of 2023. I did not take a single day off. It didn't matter if it was Christmas. It didn't matter if I had COVID. It did not matter if I sprained my foot at the gym. I was working every single day because I had a vision in my head of the person that I wanted to be. And I was working every single day to be that person. And then um, I remember <coughs> um, the hardest times mentally during those three years was was I 
every time that I saw my family for the holiday season, they would ask me how is their real estate business going and that it would kill me every single time that I had to tell them that I'm still looking for a deal, knowing that, knowing that I was nowhere close to closing on the deal. That was tough, but I kept on pushing. Um, and then I, every time that I went on social media, and then I see people closing on the deal, people that I know that I've been working harder than them, close on deals and I'm empty handed. So that was tough, but I kept on pushing. And then, um, and then I kept on pushing until until I proved myself to myself. I proved myself to to uh, to God that I really wanted this. And then this year I became a general partner on two deals. 342 units in one year. That's that's amazing. Mamba mentality. I can see your Kobe jersey behind you. So yes. You've got, you've yeah. got Mamba mentality. Um, some of the stuff you talked about, I think, is just so important for people, especially people that are starting out, to, to really understand your... <clears throat> Your story of of it taking that long to get a deal yeah. is not uncommon, especially right now, right? Because we went through we went through some years where it was just like insanely competitive, pricing was up, things. It was just like it, it, to get a deal, you almost had to like get lucky because there were it was so competitive, and now the market you know the last year the market has gone to a bit of a of a, a standstill a stalemate i mean deals are still happening but it's it's a lot it's slowed down a lot and so for people that are um you know new to the business and, and trying to to navigate this this market that went from like huge up to to, to pretty low down you can call it call it recession or not whatever but like a, a dramatic swing and and so both sides of that pendulum are hard to get deals done on, right? Like you kind of want to be somewhere in the middle of of where it was in 2021 and where it is now. And it, it it's so people shouldn't be discouraged that it takes that long. I think, you know, we talked a little bit about your uh, the idea of, you know, it being seven months to to close a single family house or, or get your, you know, your birth strategy completed or it taking seven months to buy, you know, couple hundred unit apartment complex yes. the the reality is is i think one of the reasons why sometimes people like choose residential single family is it's faster to <laughs> transact it's and so you have that um kind of like repeated success right you're like i bought another one i bought another one i bought another one but in multifamily like like you hear about people that flip houses and they might flip 50 or 100 in a year in multifamily if you do four or five deals in a year that's a pretty good deal like that's a pretty good year in terms of transaction volume so your 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 expectations of of how hard you're going to work for the wins 
you have to adjust what you think about because the win is really after you close the transaction it's implementing your business plan managing the asset and getting to the point where it's a stabilized asset that's cash flowing or you're able to to exit it and 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 make your investors money like that that's that's when the win happens which is like years later (laughs) so it's it's not uh, it's just you have to understand that it's it's a long-term play and long term means years like like probably three five sometimes ten years and and it's just that that's what that's what real that's where real wealth is built in real estate it's it's is over time so i i love that you pointed that out and kind of talked about the 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 work that you had to put in um the drive that you showed the persistence and and i'm sure you haven't stopped i'm sure you didn't just close those deals and say good (laughs) done here like there's there's plenty more work that comes after so it's it's an important thing for people to understand um, if they're if they're looking to get in and be an, an active real estate investor um so your so you, you, you close these deals uh in the last year um things are going well happy yes. with with how the the assets are performing yes. good yes good and what do you what do you kind of see as on the horizon for you what's what's your your plan going forward just more of the same or you have a, a, a an idea you know more goals added to the to the list of course, of course. I mean, I mean uh, my ultimate goal Jason which is something something that I write down every single morning when I wake up and before I go to sleep is, <coughs> is that my ultimate goal is to own <coughs> um, 10,000 units, have 144 million invested in real estate because, because if you multiply 144 million by by seven percent, that means that I'll be making ten million dollars of passive income every single year. So that's my goal. And that 2024, 2025, um, I'm pretty sure that you feel the same way. We're both salivating on the opportunity that's coming when it comes to multifamily because <clears throat> because a lot of the bridge loans are coming due. Um, people are scared. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty. Cap rates are decompressing. So those are all opportunities that we can really capitalize and really set ourselves up for for five years, ten years from now, you know. Yeah, yeah, and it's, I, you know, you, you mentioned the, you know, that that conversion of of money invested to to passive cash flow, <clears throat> and um, I mean that's a it's a certainly a, a, a what do people call it, um, be hag big hairy audacious goal. That's a, that's a. A lot of money in, in passive income it, it can happen it can happen for sure that's that's an amazing goal to have but my um i think the the point to to look at here is is because 
I have kind of the same philosophy is I want to get enough invested because you're talking about essentially passive invested, right? Like that, that's like the, the amount of money that you have that's just working for you. <clears throat> and so the, the other thing about that is if you have $144 million invested and you're getting $10 million a year in cash flow, well, guess what? That doubles about every five or seven years. So you get to that point and then in say seven years, you've got $20 million of passive cash flow coming in. Like it, things that, and, and you can, you can move that number, you can move decimal places, points in, in one direction to make it more um, palatable for yourself, or you can aim higher and move the decimal point. It doesn't matter. The point is that <clears throat> the, the number that you set for yourself is, it, that's the beauty of real estate is like, okay, I, you know, I want to get to this certain point because <clears throat> I, I have, I, I have a point I want to get to that I want to have passively invested as fast as possible because I know that that money's doubled every every five years. So it, the sooner I get to the point where I've got enough invested that it's in those doubling cycles, the, the faster that's going to get bigger. So it is something that I think is such a, a great point for people to again, it doesn't it doesn't matter the number that the point is get started. The point is, is you need to get started to have those that growth happen. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, I always tell people, you know, like, um, always invest in yourself first, because <clears throat> I don't care if you invest in real estate, Bitcoin, stocks, businesses, all those investments have an inherent um, risk. <laughs> the only investment that does not have a risk is when you invest in yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. And I would even add investing in yourself should in theory decrease the risks of those other investment exactly. investments because you you're exactly. gaining knowledge and experience so it's, it's a yeah. uh a, a great a great point um <clears throat> jason i want to just kind of switch gears here and, and talk about um or ask you the questions that i ask every guest and the first one is based on the name of the show being know your why i, I always want to you know kind of dig into uh every guest's why and, and what's driving you. you you have you do have some some big goals and i love that um, what what pushes you forward? So you, nobody has more determination than you. What what what's driving that? Two two things driving that. You know, like um, f first thing that's driving that is that uh, oh, I'm thankful. You know, like I'm I'm thankful for all the opportunities that <coughs> that um. um <laughs> that God has given me, that my parents has given me. I'm thankful for the people who believed in me and like I'm, I never want to squander those opportunities. I want to make the best of those opportunities. And then the second thing that drives me every single day is when I think of all of the people who doubted me before, who thought that who thought that I wasn't going to be anything, 
Now you're going to see how wrong you were, and and uh, and uh, I'm going to shove it in your face of how wrong you were. Yeah, yeah. So, success is the success is the the best uh, best revenge that there is, I guess. You know, people people that don't believe in you. Uh, no, I I love it. Yeah. I, th I mean. I guess I'm. <laughs> we're just meeting now, but I, I have no reason to doubt that you will uh, continue to grow your success. I, I think it's uh, really uh, impressive to see what you've what you've done in a short period of time. So I think uh, you know time, time matters or, or time matters. The, the the expectation is that it takes time to build wealth, but <clears throat> that doesn't mean you should approach it with any less tenacity. So I, I think that that's you're showing both of those things jason i think that's amazing um tell us something about yourself that isn't common knowledge special skill a hobby uh anything that that you're uh, comfortable <clears throat> sharing uh well well um, something that most people don't know about me is i think a lot of people think that i'm like a super confident um extrovert type of guy but um I actually had to force myself to be like this because naturally I'm very shy and I would rather keep to myself. So 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 all of the traits that I have is traits that I had to develop things that I learned from, uh, from a lot of reading books. I'm a big nerd. I love to read books. I love to watch podcasts. And yeah. Awesome. Uh, when people hear this and they want to reach out to you, what's the best place? <clears throat> the best place to reach out to me is through my... Um, <laughs> Either to my website, which is at jasonmalamuti.com. I'm also on all social media platforms at Jason Malamute. Um, and also, um, people can reach out to me via email, jason at cashflowchamps.com. Okay, perfect. We'll put that stuff in the show notes. Um, my final question for you, Jason, is what piece of advice would you give to someone who is looking to get started in real estate and, and you're trying to, you know, kind of inspire them or your story inspires them? What, what would you tell them as kind of these next steps to take? Yeah, um, join a mentorship program. I mean, uh, um, of course, I'm going to be biased. I'm going to plug in our mentorship program because I feel like it's the it's one of a kind. For example, <coughs> for example, um, we'll let you tour our properties. You'll be there for due diligence so that you will see what an actual due diligence looks like. You'll be required to sit in on asset management calls so that you can see 
how a property is operated, what kind of uh, what kind of KPIs we track on our asset management goals, and then once you finish the certification program, you'll actually be considered to be a general partner on our next deal. So, so um. So if you are able to join a mentorship program like that, um, you'll probably not take three years like how I did. You'll probably get to where I am in six months, um, 12 months from now. So, so that's why mentorship is so important. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. And uh, that's, uh, for people listening, that's a great opportunity to um, get the chance to be a part of that general partnership once you you know complete that mentor- mentorship program. So um, fantastic. Well, Jason, thank you. Thank you for taking the time out this afternoon to, to tell us your story. <laughs> tell me, you know, I, I really enjoyed this. So um, I appreciate all of the value that you've brought to the listeners. I think the uh, piece about determination um, and just that that amount of time that you just kept working to get that deal done uh, is so inspiring. So, so thank you again for, for taking the time out and, and sharing your story with us today. Yes, and uh, thank you again, Jason. And uh, um, since we both know now that we are neighbors, we got to go grab a drink sometime. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I, I didn't realize we were uh, we were so close together. So yeah, definitely need to, to get together. Um, for folks listening, uh, I know you're going to get a ton of value out of this episode. Please like, rate, and review the show so we can get more great guests like Jason. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Hey there. I am Dr. Jason Ballara, and this is the Know Your Why podcast, where we explore the why behind success. Every week, I meet with real estate investors, veterinary entrepreneurs, mindset coaches, authors, and fitness professionals to uncover their why and how it drives them on the winding road to success. What is your why?